0: Residents of New York City have a reputation not really deserved for being rude. The classic example is the New York City waiter who ignores you or insults you or doesn't want to serve you lunch. Turns out this is an old habit in New York. According to our science correspondent, Robert Krolwich, it's been going on for 10 million years. So here I am right in front of Saks Fifth Avenue in New York City with my friend, the biologist Guy Robinson. We are not shopping We are looking at trees.
1: If you look up now, if you look into the branches up here, you'll see some uh, sprouting out of the branches. He yeah. is talking about thorns—big, spiky, sharp-looking
0: thorns—high up on the trees in front of Rockefeller Center, right on Fifth Avenue. Local
1: shoppers can just look up. Yeah, I see them.
0: Yes, I do. I see them there. And if you touch one,
1: ow! Oh, it's really—it's <laughs> yeah, it's very nasty. You wouldn't want to walk into one of these. But if you were Professor Robinson, you would ask, "Why are there all these spikes here?" Trees typically
0: produce. Thorns to repel something, but what could possibly be bothering this tree?
1: It's protecting itself against what? Cab drivers. (laughs) cab (laughs) drivers, but, no, but it is a puzzle, really. Because there's nothing around here that it's effectively defending itself against. So what scientists do in a situation like this is they can ask, is there
0: any other tree anywhere in the world that produces a thorn that looks just like this? And it turns out... There is. Acacias, which you find in Africa. Acacia trees have the same size and the same shaped thorns. And why? Well, in Africa, they
1: seem to be protecting themselves against elephants.
0: In Africa, elephants like to lunch on acacia fruit, and then for dessert, they often peel and eat the bark. Bark's very nutritious. But it's not, of course, good for the tree, because without bark, an acacia tree will die. So over millions of years, they have evolved thorns to poke at elephant tongues.
1: You wouldn't want to lick that tree. Oh, no. No, 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 so, no. so what do you Uh-oh. say?
0: <laughs> if acacia trees develop thorns to fight elephants, then the, the New York trees did the same thing in, in Manhattan? Because I'm standing here across from St. Patrick's Cathedral. I just don't feel elephant in this vicinity. Not now. But 11,000 years ago, there were elephants in Manhattan. We call them... mastodons. And says Carl Buell, who draws ancient animals, mastodons... Were kind of hairy and very big. Eight oh. foot at the shoulder, maybe for a female; ten for a male. Whoa. This is a big animal. And they lived in New York? Oh yes, we found mastodon remains and bones literally all over New York State. But when I said to shoppers outside Saks Fifth Avenue, "Here's a picture of what these thorns are fighting against." <laughs> against a mammoth. Yeah. You don't believe me. No! But they should. Mastodons and this species of honey locust have been neighbors for millions of years. Oh, yes. So it is totally possible these trees were once attacked by local mastodons. And even though there hasn't been a mastodon in Manhattan for 11,000 years, the thorns stayed. It took millions of years for it to happen, and it'll probably take a couple hundred thousand at least to get to the point where uh, honey locust said, well, I don't need these thorns anymore. To be fair, there is no direct evidence that mastodons actually ate these trees.
1: Well, we need to look at mastodon dung to know that. Because if there's honey locust fruit
0: in mastodon dung, then you know they ate these trees. And guess what? Professor
1: Robinson happens to have a fossilized sample. Yeah, there's this great big bolus, which to us could only have been, uh... You can say it. (laughs) Poop. (laughs) But he hasn't checked his sample, not yet. So for the
0: moment, this is still a hypothesis. It's not proven. But what a notion. So for eleven thousand years these trees have been getting ready for the mastodon that never comes? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean they're sort of like waiting for Godot, and it's sorta of sad. It it kind of is. They seem a little lonely. Standing there on 49th Street, on 50th Street, thorns ready, but no mastodons. Robert Krovich, NPR News, in New York.
1: If you can't get enough of Robert
0: Krolwich, we can solve that problem for you. You can download his podcast, Krolwich on Science, at npr.org podcasts.